Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and today's episode is brought to you by NetHealth. NetHealth is Redoc powered by XFit, which is a cloud-based, fully integrated EMR and billing solution. You can opt in to completely outsource billing services, which is the best way to optimize revenue. So if you're a private practice owner, you know how important it is to optimize your revenue. So imagine PT billing, coding, and compliance experts taking the back office work completely off your hands and reporting to you. This allows you to take control over the parts of your business that are in your wheelhouse and you love to do. To learn more about Redoc and the complete revenue cycle management services, check them out at nethealth.com healthy. And on to today's episode, I am so happy to announce Dr. Jenna Cantor is back. And in this episode, she is interviewing Dr. Kitty Adderley. Kitty is the owner and senior physical therapist of Handling Your Health, Wellness, and Rehab. She graduated from the University of the West Indies School of Physical Therapy in Jamaica in 2000 and obtained her doctorate of physical therapy from Utica College in Utica, New York in 2017. Over the last 10 years, Kitty has been involved in an intensive study and mentorship of oncology rehabilitation and more specifically breast cancer rehab, where her focus has been on limiting the side effects of cancer treatment, including lymphedema, and improving the quality of life of cancer survivors. She has been a certified lymphedema therapist since 2004. She is also a certified mastectomy breast prosthesis and bra fitter and custom compression garment fitter. Kitty is a professional advisor of the Bahamas Breast Cancer Initiative Foundation, the One Ilutera Foundation, and a Susan G. Komen breast cancer educator. She has served as president of the Bahamas Association of Physiotherapists for four years and currently represents the Bahamas at the World Confederation for Physical Therapy. She has worked with numerous national sports teams and has volunteered with the National Kingdor Parkinson's Association. And in today's episode, she and Jenna discuss the importance of continuing education, common barriers to pursuing it, highlights from her experiences in post-professional education, and her top recommendations for personal development. So a huge thanks to Kitty and Jenna for a great episode, and everyone enjoy. Hello, this is Jenna Cantor. I am partnering with Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart as a host, and I get to interview today Kitty Adderley, who is going to be discussing intellectual growth when local classes are not available. And this is a perfect topic because you are an owner. I am. Uh, yes, you are an owner of a practice. It's called Handling Your Health, Wellness, and Rehab in NASA Bahamas. And in, in NASA Bahamas, there aren't that many clinical education classes. There correct? are not a they're not enough. We try and bring them in, yeah. but they're not enough. Not as readily readily accessible as in the United States right. and other countries, yes. Well, you've been practicing for a while, so why would you say that these clinical continuing education courses are important? We need to keep ourselves abreast with changes in medical care and patient care. We yeah. need to serve our patients using 
well, evidence-based um, and the, the newest research, we're also catering to a more educated and a more aware public. Yeah. And so when you're serving people that are educated, you need to make sure that you're at the top of your game because if somebody comes to you and they know more than you in a particular area, mm, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's hard to claim yourself as an authority and for them to have trust and confidence in you. So that's the least you can do. Keep yourself educated. Yeah, I like that. The least you can do. Yes. Approximately how many continuing education courses are offered in your neck of the woods? Um, well, it varies. So I've been very instrumental in bringing a few courses. So we've had in the last two to three years, we've had a lot of kinesio taping with Kinesio International. I'm also an instructor myself. I got certified last year. So hopefully we'll be able to have that on a more, we will have it on a more consistent basis. Well, yeah, basis. you're there. That's fantastic. <laughs> we've had some dry needling courses come in, medical cupping, um, what's, um, instrument assisted yep, soft tissue. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Um, we've also had people like Kevin Wilkes way back in the day. We need to bring him back, but we're trying to create a steady stream. The thing is, is that we have a small population in terms of physios. I've been less than 60, probably about 30, 40 practicing. And the other, the other aspect of it is people sometimes can't find the financial means or does don't find that as a priority. So it's hard to bring somebody all the way from the States or whatever country they're traveling from. And you have a poor subscription to the course. So those are the things that we're, we're trying to correct or try and improve on, find solutions to that. I try to convince the therapist that, look, you don't have to book a flight. You don't have to close your practice down for an exorbitant amount of time. You're not paying room and board and, and um, car rentals. They're coming here and they're usually offering it at the same cost that they would offer it anywhere that they they um, do the course. So please try and come out, keep yourself abreast um, and maintain a level of CEUs. We're not, it's not enforced right now with our health professionals council. So you can get away with it, Mm -hmm. but the least you can do is keep yourself up to date and educated, learn a new skill so you can serve your population better. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, NetHealth. PTs, what do you hope to accomplish in 2018? I bet providing even better patient care and increasing revenue are top on the list. First, expand your visit capacity. Then get paid for your services, ramp up patient engagement, and eliminate worries about documentation and compliance. The good news is there's one solution that brings it all to the table. Redoc, powered by XFIT, is a cloud-based, fully integrated EMR and billing solution. Imagine PT billing, coding, compliance experts taking the back office work off your hands and reporting to you. Learn more about Redoc and complete revenue cycle management services at nethealth.com slash healthy. You're talking about it a little bit. Would you mind going into more depth about people in your area in the NASA Bahamas, their overall, how much they value? these continuing education well, courses and why, why or why not? Why, well, it's, why it's hard to say, you know, what's the reason why a lot of people don't choose to do it. I think one, it's cost. Okay. I think two, because it's not something that's a criteria. There's no obligation for them to do it. Now I do. I, I can't say that they don't do anything at all, but I'd like to see a higher subscription or perhaps the courses that are available and not something that they're interested in. That's fine as well. Right. Cause I travel, quite frequently for my courses. I do pick my courses online as well. So, and um, you just have to decide, or I guess the therapist has to decide if what we're bringing in is something that they want to do. So we try and give it as much of a general topic as possible so that everybody would buy in and we'd have a good turnout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
how far have you traveled for continuing <laughs> education? <laughs> I have <laughs> Okay. And, and what were those specific courses? So the farthest I think I've traveled, I need to look at a map. So <laughs> is Minnesota past Wisconsin or Wisconsin past Minnesota? Ooh. I don't know. Okay, so the far the farthest I've traveled, I've done a Parkinson's educator course in Minnesota, and I've done women's health and my ergon- some ergonomic training in mm-hmm. Kenosha, Wisconsin. So that's about as far as I've traveled for education. But I'll travel further. I lie. I went to Hawaii last year. You went to Hawaii? I went to Hawaii last year. Oh that's where gosh. I did my um, certification for instructor with Kinesio Taping International. Wow. Yeah, so. Well, and, and that's how you became the instructor, though. So yes. it was worth that travel. Definitely, Absolutely. Definitely. Oh, definitely. That's so funny. You're like, oh, wait a second, catching <laughs> yourself. Okay, so in your travels, I think I already know the answer to this question. Which course do you think was the most valuable and why? Um, It's hard to say. No, oh, I thought you were going to say the teaching course. Oh, well, the teaching course, of course. But, but I've learned so much. I mean, my, my passion is oncology rehab, breast cancer rehabilitation. So anytime I travel to any course that's helping me better my skill set as mm-hmm. a clinician in that field, it's just completely awesome to me. And so I've traveled to Atlanta quite frequently for a few years back to back. My mentor there is Jill Blankley from Turning Point um, Breast Cancer Rehab okay. in, in Georgia. And um, I think probably that was the most satisfying continuing ed that I've ever done because I actually got to learn via the conference but I also got to be hands-on in the clinic and it really strengthened me as a clinician in terms of my confidence and I was able to to teach you know some of the therapists there we were able to go back and forth and learn from each other and that was fantastic because sometimes not being in an area where you have expert support around the time a lot around all the time and you're like the only one in a particular area it sort of questions your skill set and you need a meter sometimes and to go there and to have that experience and work with like Leslie and Jody and and all the other ladies there it was just yeah. fantastic the validation was awesome and to have the patients really appreciate what I wrought. It was, it was just awesome. So uh, I think that was the most fulfilling thing for me. I feel fulfilled just from, <laughs> from you talking about it. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love hearing that. All right. So for people who are listening for our last question, I would love for you to give some advice. What kind of resources or specific courses would you recommend to people? Well, I won't recommend, recommend any specific course just yeah. because we all have different passions and we oh, serve different very populations. True. So that's the first thing. But if they don't have in their area. Okay. No. In yeah. their area. Well, the first thing I would do is um, recommend that you do is you find an authority in something that you love, right? So I was I was lucky to come across Jill and Dr. Lisa Van Hoos and oh gosh, there's so many women that have helped me or not even women because um, Steve from MD Anderson, he's just fantastic as well. He's now the president of the oncology section. They have been mentors to me. They've stretched me. So that was my personal niche but you look for an authority in the particular area you reach out to them you read their articles um any courses that they do and we're so we have such a great level of accessibility now through email and linkedin and all of these other social media platforms so you find your authority right and then what you do is you start to communicate with them and let them guide you because sometimes you don't even know what you don't know until you realize you don't know it and these are the people that tell you what to do and find a mentor right? 
Um, the other thing I would suggest too is find a community. You have great communities on LinkedIn. You have great communities on Facebook of areas that you would want to serve and practice in. Find those communities, join them and have the conversation. If you don't want to join right away, fine. Or you don't want to communicate in the group, but just read the conversations, type in keywords that you want. A lot of my growth has come through that. I mean, that's how you and I met each other, yeah. you know, and um, it's so funny because yeah, that's a funny story. But <laughs> yeah, we'll show, we'll show that in the end. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just it's just so awesome. So there's no, almost no excuse not to be better educated. Even if you don't do a course, just putting yourself in a community that you're interested in, that's your passion, that you want to serve. You just align yourself and by default you get so much more information. They talk about the research, the articles, the groups, treatments that you like or that you don't like. And then you're like, you're enlightened. And then you can take that conversation and bring it to your practice and to the people that you serve. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. For those who are wondering, we <laughs> met at an SFMA course right. in Florida mm -hmm. a half a year ago. September. September. Yeah, <laughs> September 2017. So that for uh, and she was talking about the the lack of continued education courses, which is what led to this yes. wonderful podcast. Thank you so much, Kitty, for coming on and sharing your experience and your wisdom and how you really just took action to bring more clinical education to your area. Thank you for having me. A huge thanks to Kitty and Jenna for a great interview and discussion on the importance of clinical education after graduation. And of course, a big thanks to NetHealth for sponsoring today's podcast. So if you are a private practice owner and you want to expand your visit capacity, get paid for your services, ramp up your patient engagement, and eliminate worries about documentation and compliance, then check out Redoc powered by XFIT, which is a cloud-based, fully integrated EMR and billing solution. To learn more about Redoc and complete revenue cycle management services, check them out at nethealth.com healthy. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.